A new survey suggests that nearly half of Canadian women would quit their jobs if asked to return to the office full time. Seriously, half. I find that a little hard to believe, but this is according to the Prosperity Project's Canadian Household Perspective Survey. Here to talk about it, Andrea Spender, who is the CEO of the Prosperity Project. Andrea, welcome to the show. Good morning, Kelly. Thanks for having me on. Well, thanks for being here. For those of us who've never heard of the Prosperity Project, who are you? What do you do? Great. Yeah, the Prosperity Project's a volunteer-driven registered charity in Canada, Uh, We were founded by a diverse group of women at the inception of the pandemic, and we're taking action to link women to Canada's economic prosperity and to underscore the importance of gender equality in Canada. Right. I mean, this this, uh, was punctuated by something called the She Session, which we heard a lot about during the pandemic, right? Definitely. Women were losing uh, jobs at disproportionate rates. Women are overrepresented in, you know, retail, sales, care jobs, lots of jobs that where people weren't able to to go into work during the pandemic. You know, it's interesting because back in the day, I might even say a decade ago, uh, we may have had a conversation with you about this topic and you would have had a situation where some fellows listening to the show and we do have a large male listenership who I, I really appreciate and respect uh, would have rolled their eyes and thought, oh, brother, it's another female-centric show. But there's no there's no female-centric topics anymore because uh, if you have uh, a female partner or if you have daughters, this does affect you and your bottom line as well because we're all working together. It seems like none of us can take time away from work. We're all working hand-in-hand hand to try and just get by with the uh, level of an inflation that we're at right now. 63% of women that you surveyed said they would turn down promotions at work if it meant they could keep working from home. It, what, how do you read into this? I mean, that's an interesting stat, but do you think this shows that we're still living women with two, you know, our feet in separate worlds? We're, and, and maybe we're, you know, putting a lot of this on ourselves. Like we still feel like we have to do it all. Yeah, I think there's, that's a really interesting t- statistic. And there's a few ways we can interpret that. Uh, one thing the survey did find is that, you know, over 50% of women are still primarily responsible for childcare, right? And, you know, the childcare sector was really decimated during COVID. And with the school's public health um, regulations, there's many more sick days now with mm-hmm. kids where they can't go to school. And if you look at over 50% of women do still have that primary responsibility for the children at home. We also know women's elder care responsibilities have increased whether that's, you know, mom's afraid to go to the pharmacy, has she been vaccinated, uh, all those kinds of things. So uh, it's a bit of a perfect storm when you then add in that those structural supports of childcare are not uh, as accessible as they perhaps were before the pandemic. And I also, I just, oh, no, go ahead. Yeah, I just wanted to pick up. Uh, I totally agree with you. This is not a quote unquote women's issue. If you're a, if you're a dad, if you have daughters going into the workforce, frankly, if you're a business owner yeah. and, you know, 50% of your, your, you might lose 50% of your women employees. Yeah. And that's a big deal because we've got a labor shortage right now. And I know that people are uh, struggling to retain staff. 45% of women say they're more likely to quit jobs if working from home at least a few days of the week is no longer an option. It seems like people have, even though that clunky remote um, approach at the beginning of the pandemic where we tried to shift to remote work, 
um, was hard to get used to. It seems like people have found a way to balance things now. Yeah, it's really stuck. And I think employers have actually found in many cases, productivity has increased. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, in some cases, employees are happier. Uh, the other thing is they're able to recruit from a larger pool. So, you know, if you have a job in Toronto now, you can uh, advertise that nationally and you could get a great, great candidate on the West Coast. So I think that the companies that are embracing this, they're really ahead of the game and it's going to become a competitive advantage if you at least have some flexibility built into your workplace model. 91% of women say they would prefer to have the majority or at least part of their job done remotely moving forward. Uh, you know, I think that a lot of us, I don't think that this is limited to women. I have to be honest. I think there's a lot of people that think, okay, if I could pick and choose my days to go into the office, it would work better for me. And in some cases, that works better for everybody in the office because although I heard that Denzel Min and Wong, uh, Toronto deputy mayor, declared on Twitter the other day that the pandemic was over, it's still not over. I mean, we're going to have to learn, learn to live with this thing. Oh, absolutely, Kelly. This will, like I said, this will benefit dads. This will benefit just younger workers. A lot of younger workers want more flexibility. Uh, people who maybe moved a little bit further afield, you know, during the pandemic and maybe don't want that commute five days a week. Maybe they want it two days. So completely agreed. We only talk to women. You know, if we talk to men and women, it would be interesting to see what the results were. You know, let's see how many, what men are thinking too. It would be interesting to see. For years, we've been hearing about people having to do more work than they ever did before. Like you'd get a new job title, but it came with way more work. And you'd hear people saying, well, I'm doing the work of three people in the past. I wonder how much this affected that that percentage of women. 63% of women that you surveyed said they were turned down promotions at work if it meant uh, that they uh, could keep working from home. I wonder how much this has to do with working from home. And how much this has to do with the load of work if you accepted that promotion and what is expected from people these days? That's right. And it could be a combination. So, again, we only asked about those reasons about, you know, support at home, child care, that kind of thing. Uh, but, you know, with a labor shortage and with, you know, people really moving around jobs a lot, it could be that some of these jobs you are doing, you know, two or three people's work and the workloads increase. And I think, too, we just want to be careful around flexibility that that doesn't mm -hmm. mean you're turning on at 7 a.m. Right. And turning off at 10. So it, in terms of, you know, I think employers putting in sort of robust policies about you're working from home, but, you know, you're not available 24 seven. And here's what we expect. And we've seen companies, you know, doing that well. Uh, well, they have yeah, to do that now with the right to disconnect law. Yes. Yes, that's right. Organizations over 25 people have to have a policy about that. Where they outline when you need to be available. Yeah. 73% um, of your people surveyed acknowledge that employers are more than accommodating. Uh, they have been more than accommodating during the pandemic and moving forward. They also will be accommodating, I believe. Uh, that's because it serves everybody really well. Your production goes up when you've got a happy workforce. And uh, costs are going to be saved because I think there's going to be a lot of money saved on the size of office space. Yeah. Office space, business travel, that's on the employer side, on the employee side, gas prices in terms of those mm -hmm. kind of extreme commutes that people have. Look, a lot of employers are getting it right. And that's kind of the good news story here. And I don't want to lose that piece. Yep. So more than half of women surveyed were fine with their organization's plan to go back. So let's, you know, applaud and acknowledge that. 
And again, I think those companies, they're, they're really going to be the ones with the advantage going forward. They're going to have access to the labor force. They're going to have, you know, the diversity of opinions. Um, and yeah, I think it does. It serves, I think it serves all of us who are working that we really take, take this opportunity to look at the working model. Absolutely. Listen, Andrea, it's been a pleasure talking to you. Thanks so much for joining us. And, uh, are you working remotely today or is your boss uh, demanding you're in at the office? I'm working remotely, Kelly. All right. That's two of us. Have yourself a fantastic afternoon, Andrea. Thanks. Bye-bye. Cheers. Andrea Spender is CEO of the Prosperity Project.